Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Amanda Pechenya, a museum curator for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Welcome, Amanda. How are you today? Thank you so much, Sam. I'm good. Uh, I know it's early for you, so thanks for chatting with me at this time. Yes, of course. So when you're designing an exhibit, what do you think about? So when we're putting exhibits together, um, it's kind of a balance between the visuals and kind of the story we're telling. Um, you know, we use the artifacts in the museum to tell the stories of the artists that we're um, focusing on. And really uh, kind of the, the world is our oyster in a way because, um, you know, you can focus on so many different aspects of an artist's career. Um, but we want to have the balance between it looking nice and also teaching folks things about the artists. Yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly a good thing. You got to you got to work on the visuals, but it definitely it's great to to see the story. I know I'm personally really interested in the stories of these artists. Do you have any like uh, exhibits in particular that you've worked on that are some of your favorites? I do. Um, so I have been at the museum for over 20 years. I started as an intern back in 2001. So I've had several different positions in my Rock Hall career. So back when I was still working with the collections team, basically cataloging artifacts, um, I got to help out in my first kind of curatorial experience um, because I was a big U2 fan. So my boss at the time, Jim Hankey, was putting together um, what I believe is the first major exhibit um, a museum has done about U2. This was in uh, 2003, and it was called, I believe, In the Name of Love, Two Decades of U2. So um, I got to help my boss uh, in the planning stages just kind of make a wish list of artifacts we would use um, in the exhibit that we requested from, from U2. And then I got to help um, just sort of select what pieces we'd use on display and also work with some fan collectors to borrow some memorabilia and some record albums and those sorts of pieces from them. So that was kind of the experience that made me realize, hey, I think curatorial work is what I want to do here. And I've been lucky enough to transition into that role in the last um, five or six years. Yeah. So I didn't realize you actually got to work with like you two, I guess, themselves to work on the exhibit. Yeah. So I didn't work directly with the band, um, but we do work with the artists' teams and in some cases with the artists themselves. Um, it's interesting, U2 is an interesting example because um, they're sort of a dream for a museum to work with because Larry Mullen Jr., the band's drummer, is has served as the band's archivist since they formed in, I believe, 1976. So it's great when a band is kind of thinking to the future and saves basically everything. So you have a lot to choose from. Yeah, that's got to be really helpful when uh, deciding yeah, what to use for your exhibits. Absolutely. Well, what got you interested in music in the first place? Uh, that's a great question. I grew up in a family, um, a house where music was always playing. Um, and my dad was an avid uh, reader of Rolling Stone magazine. He still is. Um, and just it was always part of my life just as as long as i can remember um and and i would ask for 
uh, it would have been cassette tapes at the time <laughs> in the in the 80s I would ask for cassettes for Christmas and I've just always really been interested in music um and I was also interested in art so it's it's kind of cool that those two interests have sort of uh, combined, you know, I get to work in a museum that focuses on music. Yeah, lucky you. You get exactly exactly what you want. <laughs> I, I'm very lucky. That's a great word to describe it. Yes. Well, I mean, I guess everyone everyone wants to have their dream job. I guess per se, you seems like you got lucky enough to to get something like that. That that's pretty nice. So inductions happened just earlier this month. Could you tell me a little bit about what it's like working on them? Sure. Um, I am not directly involved with the ceremony per se, but I did get to attend and um, do some work related to the functions around the induction ceremony, if that makes sense. So we, um, we put on some special uh, events for uh, donors and VIPs that help support the museum and the induction ceremony. So for example, um, some of those folks got to attend the band's rehearsals um, while they were rehearsing for the induction ceremony. So I helped um, check people in for that, which is, uh, you know, people are very excited to get those kind of sneak peeks of uh, special things like that. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And um, the, my main role really in, related to the inductions every year is working on the exhibit, which is always uh, a joy. Yeah, well, I mean, that must have been really neat. I guess you got to see all the, the bands practicing then beforehand. Yeah, that'd did, be a dream. I did get to attend a few sound checks, which um, the Eurythmics in particular blew me away. Yeah, well, that, that sounds like an absolute blast. I mean getting to go to the the inductions on your own let alone like be a special like rock and roll hall of fame hey look at my my members only right <laughs> yeah that that must have been pretty cool um are are there any musicians you hope to see inducted in the coming years there are i think every rock hall employee and probably every person that visits the museum i'm sure has their like list of gosh i hope that this artist gets their rock hall moment soon um Mine, a lot of mine have been inducted in the last few years, but there's, of course, um, we've, we've inducted less than 400 artists so far. So lots, lots of ground left to cover. Um, one of my top ones, George Michael. Um, I just think he was a phenomenal songwriter um, and, and one of the best voices of kind of my lifetime. Um, and Taylor Hawkins, the late great Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters actually gave George Michael a shout out when Taylor was inducted. I thought that was very cool. Um, I would love to see some female hip hop artists get inducted, like uh, Queen Latifah, Salt and Peppa. Um, I would love to see the Runaways get inducted. That was um, the group where Joan Jett and Lita Ford got their start. Um, Joan Jett, of course, is inducted uh, with the Black Hearts. Um, and I would love to see some of the uh, sort of second wave British ska bands from the 80s get inducted, such as The Beat, um, The Specials, The Selector. Those are some of my personal favorites. Yeah, well, I agree with you. It's great to see female representation in music and in Absolutely. rock and roll. You know, it's it's always amazing. I'm personally a, a huge fan of Fleetwood Mac. I know they're already inducted, but 
you know, Stevie Nicks, it's hard to go wrong. Well, let's see. Do you play any instruments yourself? So from I do not uh, currently play an instrument. I did in uh, from sixth grade through about 10th grade. I played the flute. I was in concert band and, and marching band in school, but uh, I kind of abandoned it to take more art classes. Um, but I'm glad that Lizzo's out there uh, representing for the flautists <laughs> today. Yes. Yes. Well, flute's a cool instrument, I guess. And you you, you got the the middle school, high school band experience, which I know lots of people, lots of people enjoy that. Are there any exhibits that are upcoming that you're looking forward to or that you think are really neat? So I don't know if we can talk about Ooh. some of the things that we have planned uh, for 2023. But um, I will say there's there's a full slate of stuff that we're, <laughs> we have in the works right now that we haven't announced yet. So stay tuned. All right. Yeah, I look forward to it. Hopefully I can go check those out when they're uh, when they're done. Are there? Yeah. If you're ever in the area, definitely come visit us. We'd be happy to host you. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll be happy to go. <laughs> Are there any exhibits from the past year or so that you've been really excited about? So. Our major exhibit that opened in 2022 was um, Get Back to Let It Be, um, which was a companion to Peter Jackson's um, documentary um, about the Beatles, the, the recording sessions for their last album. And it was really special um, to work on that because it was the first time we had an exhibit featuring artifacts from all four of the Beatles. So that was really special to like kind of you know, they can't be reunited in life because two of them are no longer with us, but it was cool to have them in a sense reunited at the museum. Um, so that was a lot of fun to work on. And then I, again, I really enjoy working on the inductees exhibit every year, um, even though it's challenging to try and collect from so many artists and so many different sources at one time. Um, it's just fun to work on. Yeah, well, I mean, it seems so neat working at the museum, working on inductions, like all of that great stuff. And uh, what, one question I have for you, this might be, I don't know, sl slightly funny. Have you ever like tried on Kurt Cobain's sweatshirt or whatever like clothes you have at the at the Hall of Fame? Um, no, uh, you know, if we were allowed to, we would have the best Halloween costumes ever. But no, we we treat these pieces like fine art because they are priceless you know they are one-of-a-kind instruments or clothing items and so we have to treat them um with great care we even to handle them we have to wear gloves um and that's because the natural oils in your hands perfume lotion anything like that can actually damage paper and fabric and wood etc over time so as cool as it would be to try things on or, or play the instruments, that is a no-no in as far as caring for the artifacts. Yes, well, that's that's probably for the best, unfortunately, I guess. I, I know probably I would certainly be like, hey, look, this is John Lennon's uh, pair of jeans, you know, like that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Well, do you have any specific favorite like artifacts you have at the museum? Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big Joan Jett fan, and we have the leather jacket that she wore in her I Love Rock and Roll music video, which was kind of the breakthrough for her solo career. So that's um, one of my favorites. And just the leather jacket in general is iconic in terms of rock and roll. Like, it's just a symbol of, of the whole genre. Um, 
I love, uh, we have lots of pieces related to the very first class of inductees, um, which occurred in, our, the first induction occurred back in 1986, so years before the museum itself opened in 1995. So that class included folks like Chuck Berry, like Buddy Holly, just these, you know, icons of 1950s rock and roll. So all the pieces we have related to those really early artists are really special. Yeah, those seem really interesting. I know, like, unfortunately, there aren't too many of uh, those guys left. And no, yeah, uh, actually, Jerry Lee Lewis was the last um, living member of of that first uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. And he just passed. Oh, yeah. Last month. Well, it's a shame, you know, it would be really cool. I know I certainly would have loved to have talked to some of them, but um, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's it must be so neat just looking at all those, you know, like the, the Chuck Berry stuff. You probably have some Elvis stuff like those early, early rock and rollers. Yes, we do. Um, and that that's one thing I can mention about next year is that we will be refreshing our Elvis exhibit. Um we have a great relationship with his estate, with the Graceland Museum, um, and typically every two or three years, we we try and refresh the Elvis exhibit with some new pieces. So with the um, that great movie, um, the Elvis movie that came out earlier this year, I think it's a great time to kind of focus on Elvis at the Rock Hall again. Yeah, well, Elvis, was he was certainly a cool guy, and... Uh... I look forward to seeing what you you do with his artifacts in the future. You know, I I'll definitely check that out if I'm in the area. It it sounds really interesting. And thank you so much for talking to me, Amanda. It's been so cool getting to hear about your experience, you know, curating, working on inductions, working on the the museum, all of that. Like it would be my dream personally to like get to see and work with all these crazy artifacts that have been played and have been worn by these incredible musicians. Yeah, it's it's really an honor to be able to help care for these pieces and to tell the story of these amazing musicians. So I am very lucky. It was great to talk to you, Sam. I'm Sam, and that was Amanda Pachinia from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a curator there. And uh, if you liked that interview, make sure to listen to my back pages on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcasting platforms you use to listen to other great interviews just like this one.